Join me, Chelsea Erson, on season three of my podcast, Dear Young Rocker. Tune in to hear some of my favorite musicians tell stories from their awkward musical beginnings, reconnect with the teenager they used to be, and remember what it's like to fall in love with your favorite band for the first time. Listen to Dear Young Rocker Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, it's the number one thing every kid is experiencing, even if they aren't talking about it. They feel it, even though they can't see it. It can be in your head with thoughts you can't get out, or in your heart beating fast. Um, I've been going to camp online. Can't go shopping, can't do normal stuff. I have to quarantine before school. Everything is so stressful to me. I overthink too much, even about the most littlest things. So those are just some of the things that are creating anxiety right now. Just it's all just how it right now. You're going through life and it's tough. But what's going to happen to you? How do you get through it? Does anyone even understand? I wish someone could tell me what to do. Hi, I'm Samantha Logan, and this is We Got You, a podcast for kids whose hard questions are answered by the older teenage kids who have already been through it. Sometimes it's hard to put feelings into words. And talking about your problems is never easy. And talking about them to your parents, even your friends, can be super scary. But the anxiety that you feel is a real thing. And it may be affecting you more than you think. It's sometimes hard to say anything about it, especially with everything happening right now. Today, we are talking about expressing anxiety, how anxiety feels, how scary it can be to talk about, and what happens once you do. My first guest today is Kobe, a 17-year-old who, in middle school, didn't know she wasn't okay because, well, she was supposed to be okay. Nothing was really wrong, but, like, maybe it was. Let's hear her story. My name is Kobe. I'm 17 years old and I'm from Brooklyn, New York. At the time, I was currently in a bad place in terms of just like school and like family life and just so many different things happening. And I didn't know how to handle it. Being a teenager is already as hard as it is. So when you start just having all of these negative thoughts and like feelings, it's kind of like, what do I do now? How do I even solve this? Is there any escape from this? My grades weren't doing all that well. Um, and I was also in like lots of like clubs and stuff. So that was hard to manage. My friendships were, some of them were kind of rocky. And then also like with my family, our relationship was also rocky. And then also there was kind of like this boy that I, he was a very close friend. And then I realized like, oh, well, wow, I think I really like him romantically. So liking him, not knowing how to also express that either, but still trying to process it 
was another thing that was eating away at me. Just with how consumed I was by that person and it was impacting just like schoolwork. It almost felt like addiction almost. Like, you know, that like this, this, this thing is not good for you, but also you can't get enough of it. So if like I wasn't talking to him or like I wasn't, you know, around him, I would like feel like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. But then when I was around him, I was like, oh my gosh, everyone here is just so much better than me. It was a lot, honestly, and like it manifested into me just not being able to function. Like I knew something was wrong because I'm typically a very happy, warm and bubbly person. And I just like couldn't eat, couldn't sleep. I was just like sad all the time. I couldn't even like muster up the strength to put on like a facade to pretend like I was happy. That kind of just made me realize I'm I'm going to explode. I don't know what that's going to look like, how that's going to happen, but I will lose my mind if like I don't do something about this. Like this feeling is just so overwhelming, so overpowering that I just, like I said, I couldn't function. It was impacting just like schoolwork and then also, like I said, consistent pressure from family. And yeah, I knew that like that wasn't particularly healthy. That wasn't what I wanted for myself, it definitely felt like anxiety, especially considering the fact that, like, it was so much more than just, like, feeling nervous. Like, I just felt like this overwhelming pressure in my chest. I was just, you know, trapped in my own head 24-7. Growing up, I don't think I really had a lot of experience with seeing people be open and honest about their feelings. You're kind of just like stuck in the thinking of, okay, well, I'm not allowed to not feel okay. I have to feel okay. Why do you feel sad all the time? Is there something wrong with you? You must be crazy for feeling this way. Even when I was younger, expressing myself and being vulnerable wasn't something I really knew how to do. I like thought that oh, well, having trouble with your schoolwork or having trouble with your friendships, that's something that, like, everyone goes through. Why are you having such a hard time with it? I would just tell myself I didn't need to express it. I just had to, like, always be 100% great. I definitely, like, had friends trying to, like, get me to talk about it. But I found that, like, when I talked about it to my friends, I didn't get the responses that I was looking for. So I just kind of, like, didn't really express it to anyone. But, like, everyone could see that I wasn't feeling okay. Friends would ask me if I was okay. Teachers would ask me if I was okay. Sometimes I would feel sad and left out and lonely for no reason at all or feel anxious for, like, no specific reason that was obvious to me. That's kind of like what prompted me to start going to therapy. And I thought that like it doesn't hurt to try because trying anything to like escape how I was feeling at the time would be better than just sitting there and wallowing in how I felt. The first time that I went, it was the end of like one of our classes. So it was our lunch period. So I was like free to go there. And like I told my friends... I'm going to split up from you guys, but, like, don't follow me or try to see where I was going. And then I went to the health center, and I asked a woman at the desk for my therapist. And she came out, and 
even in that first moment, she had like such a warm and friendly and open personality. And I was so terrified of just even being there. Hence like why I didn't really like want anyone to know. And yeah, that was kind of just like my very first time even meeting with anyone to even discuss the fact that I wasn't feeling 100% okay. But then ultimately when I started to go to her, it felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. Just knowing that I had a space where I could like be myself. I could go there and just talk about any and everything. She told me that like, even though there are other people going through things in this world that are far worse, it doesn't make what you're going through any less important. And that kind of really resonated with me. We all have our own stuff going on, but it doesn't make any person's pain more important than another person's. With being younger, you don't really understand why you're feeling the way that you feel sometimes. It's confusing. It's hard to digest. I didn't really think about the fact that there was people who wanted to help me. I just thought about the fact that I was really scared to talk to anyone. I realized so much about myself because I was able to like hear it from another person or just say it out loud. When you say things out loud, a bunch of other things tend to tumble out and you realize, wow, I've been thinking this way, feeling this way, having all these different ideas without even realizing that they were there. You might not realize that one teacher that you really like, that you're really close to, could be the teacher that becomes a close confidant for you to someone you can express how you feel and they wouldn't judge you. There's a lot of other people who also might be feeling the same way that you do. So I eventually did like tell my friends, I told teachers, I tried to normalize and bring into conversations every day and just discuss as if it's something that's completely normal because it is. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have a safe space beyond your friends and family of like people that you talk to. You aren't crazy. I feel like crazy is the word that many people connect to having any form of mental health struggle. And it was the word I used to. It just seemed like something only crazy people went to in the movies. So just allowing myself to know that that's not even the word that you should even consider. It's not even a word you should even apply to anyone or yourself because a lot of people think that like you have to be going through extreme situations in order to end up going to therapy, but you could go there for something as little as just like struggling to handle schoolwork or having issues with your friends or having issues with your family. How you're feeling is so valid and normal that you just couldn't even understand. It's very okay to feel the way that you feel and know you aren't crazy for feeling that way. You're actually a very normal human being for feeling that way. 
although Kobe was in school when all of this happened, there are still ways for you to seek help if you need, despite being at home and on Zoom. We will name a source at the end of our episode. So now is the part of the show where we take questions from you out there. We ask kids to age 9 through 13 around the country through various networks to submit, and we had lots of responses. If you would like to submit a question for future episodes, DM us on our Instagram account, We Got You Show. Our audience submitted questions for this episode are about anxiety. For our panel of experts, Kobe was joined by Tyla, a teen we will speak to in another episode this season. Okay, question one. Please describe what anxiety feels like. I would describe it as chaotic and overwhelming. Anxiety can feel a little bit different between people, but for me, um, when I feel anxious, I feel fearful. And I also think about the future and all of these things that I have to do just piling up and that can feel very overwhelming. For me, I think chaotic does like encompass how it feels. Sometimes I feel fearful. Sometimes I feel very like, like you said, how things can like pile up and stuff and that makes me feel very fearful. I can't think, I can't really like function. I just like want to run somewhere and do that, just run endlessly. Yeah, I think it depends on where you are too. Kind of like what you were saying, what situation you're in. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes um, I'll be in a classroom and I start feeling really anxious and then it can feel like all the walls are closing in on me or I feel very claustrophobic. But sometimes I can feel anxious just sitting in my bedroom I'm like looking at my calendar right now of all the classes I have later this week and just seeing all those things that I have to do can be overwhelming. Oh, for sure. Very easy to overthink things too when you're alone. Yeah, especially when like you feel that way and sometimes it feels like there is no clear reason. I guess that's kind of like another thing that like when I was younger, not having like all the knowledge I do now about mental health it's kind of like, okay, well, like, am I losing my mind? Why do I feel this way? I don't really like understand or I can't like wrap my head around it. Next question. What can I do every day to make my mental health better? For me, taking care of your mental health is just like finding the thing that helps you cope with it, that like gets you through it. Like for me at the time, it was like reading, writing and stuff, ways to like give myself an outlet to like get all of that out it's good to like find ways to like deal with it on your own too. Yeah, definitely. I think I also turned to reading, writing and that kind of creative outlet to cope with my mental health. When I was 10, I don't think I even knew what mental health really was. And as I grew older, I found out what it meant in middle school. And I started to think of my mental health or maybe I should say my anxiety as another person. And you can kind of sit down and have a conversation with your anxiety. So that way it kind of separates um, yourself from your anxiety and you can kind of talk to yourself about what you're going through. So that was kind of a way I dealt with it. Yeah, I don't know if that made sense. No, that made perfect sense for sure. I definitely agree. I also do the same thing. Like even now, it helps me to kind of like imagine it as another person like talk through. And Mm -hmm. so it's almost like if that person's saying negative thoughts to me, I can combat those thoughts with like my own positive self-talk. Did you feel like you were sheltered from what mental health was? Yeah, I think definitely in school, I don't remember openly learning about mental health. Um, And I only learned about it 
in a classroom setting when I was a freshman in high school. And I remember we just sat down with like a list of mental illnesses and we had to memorize symptoms and take a test on it. And we didn't actually learn how to cope with these things or learn about them on a personal level. So I feel like you have to learn about mental health on your own in a way and kind of come to terms with it on your own. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like I at the time I did like know what it was. But for me, I kind of like associated those things with like adults. So just like any mental illness in general, I just like assumed like that was only a thing that adults had. So with all the stuff that I was going through, I didn't think that like I could like it, that it could be like depression or it could be anxiety or anything like that because I was so young. I didn't really have anyone to like talk to me about it and say that like it was normal. It's very common. All people like feel this way. It was kind of just like, oh, well, like adults have it. So that couldn't be me. Maybe I'm just like sad. How can I find someone that will be able to talk to me about these things? Um, I guess first off, I'm really happy that this person realizes that it's okay to feel sad and that it's normal. Everyone goes through ups and downs. Um, As for finding someone to talk to, it's going to be different for everyone. Not everyone is super close with their family members um, or has super close friends that they feel comfortable talking to about. So if you do feel comfortable talking to a family member or a friend, that's great. But in the end, you just need to find someone that you trust. Uh, Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. Especially like for me, I found out about like my school having therapists there because of the fact that I talked to someone that I trusted. And I feel like even if like there's not actual therapists there, there's social workers, there's a close teacher you confide in. I feel like those are also like great outlets for me. It was very validating to have like an adult tell me that like how I felt mattered, especially since like I didn't really have a lot of adults doing that for me. I didn't really like feel comfortable enough with my teachers to like talk to them in that way, which is why I like turn to friends for like comfort and stuff. Yeah, I feel the same. Sometimes it's hard to open up to an adult. So I found comfort in my friends and my younger sister, and I felt like I could speak to them about those issues. And eventually I worked my way up to speaking to adults and being a lot more open with my mental health. Why do you think it's scary to speak to adults about what you're experiencing at that age? I think there's a lot of uncertainty. Like you don't necessarily know if you have depression or anxiety or if you're just regularly feeling sad. And I also think that mental health is very stigmatized. So it might be scary to talk to someone who's an adult because it feels taboo. Just yeah, on top of that uncertainty, to add on to that for me, it was also like, I just, I, I felt like how I felt was wrong. Like there was something bad about it. So it almost felt like if I talked to someone about it, I could get in trouble for it. Yeah. Because like you said, how it's like so stigmatized, we tend to like think of it in such a negative light. And so it's like, well, if I feel this way, that could mean something bad. So maybe I shouldn't talk about it. Maybe I shouldn't express how I feel to someone. What would you say to a kid that said, I'm afraid I'm going to get in trouble because what I'm feeling is wrong? I guess it's kind of like, it seems like now that I'm my older self, it seems like such a clear answer. Like, well, like do your research. And like, you know, there are adults out there that you can trust and like talk to friends. But at the time it was kind of like, who do I turn to? What do I do? I definitely think that like doing your research for sure can help. 
it can be validating almost to like, well, realize that like, oh, well, when I like looked up on Google, I found like a forum or like an article about kids my age go through it or like adults go through it or just like how very common it is. And even though it's not like spoken about. Okay, so I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to We Got You. We Got You is a podcast that gives a voice to every kid out there who doesn't have anyone to go to for advice, who might be scared to ask their friends, older siblings, or parents for help. We're here for you. And remember that right now is just a tiny part of your life and you will get through it. Tune in for the next episode where we speak with Shaqueen, an 18-year-old girl who navigated love until social media got in the way. If you want a chance to have your questions answered or appear on our show, submit your questions via DM on our Instagram at WeGotYouShow or visit us at WeGotYouShow.com. If you need to speak with someone about any issue you are facing, Youthline is a hotline you can call for help 24-7. Dial 877-968-8491 or text teen to teen to 839863. We Got You is sponsored by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with special thanks to PRX and Tracks for Support. Production assistant is Carolina Garrigo. Theme music by Dima. Original composition by Dimitri Lidman, Ollie Chang, and Guy Brown. Music edit, sound design, and mixed by Rob Ballingle. Dialogue edit by Michelle Medias. And music supervision by Justin Morris. We Got You is created, written, and produced by Hallie Petro and Brandon Leganke in association with Sonic Union NYC. Till next time, this is Samantha Logan saying, We Got You. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.